0: The in the
1: Eucharist. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Real Presence Live. This is your host, Father Craig Vasa, coming to you from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. We have a great show that we're going to have previewed in a little bit. I'd like to just welcome you all. We're glad that you're listening. For all those who were at the big event this past weekend, the Thirst congress in bismarck or who heard about it it was phenomenal and wonderful and there's a lot of energy around from that wonderful few days that we had together celebrating our faith i would like to say a prayer as we begin this broadcast of real presence live join me in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen heavenly father we thank you for your kindness we thank you for your providence we thank you for sustaining and governing all things in your great wisdom and your great power. We thank you for the gift of Catholic Radio and for Real Presence Radio, for all those who listen and support it, for all those who are ministered to by it. We ask for the grace of your Holy Spirit to reach many people through their ears, through their eyes, through any of their senses, that your gospel would be in them more fully today. We thank you for this opportunity. We ask for your blessing upon all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Aaron, are you there, brother?
2: I certainly am. How are you doing, Father?
1: I'm doing very well. Tell us about our show today.
2: Absolutely. We've got, coming up on the show today, Ed Konetzka is going to be talking about prayer day with Father Mike Schmitz. He'll give us a nice preview on that. We'll also be praying for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. And Father, we'll be here for your questions and comments on the Catholic faith during Straight Talk. In the second hour, we'll be sitting down with Bishop-elect Austin Vetter on his new appointment out in Helena, Montana. We'll be hearing more about that. Then we'll take the 10-minute tour of local events. We'll hear from Mike Kedrowski on the heart of your legacy and how we're seeing 2020. When it comes to taxes And Dr. Chris Bergwald Will be here to talk about The depths of God's mercy And living as a disciple of Jesus Christ All this here on Real Presence Live Right back to you, Father
1: Thank you very much, Aaron I've got a question for you, Aaron Yes Do you ever see new movies out in the theater?
2: Uh, every once in a while,
1: <laughs> you haven't by chance seen this new Rambo movie, have you? No. Oh, I'm going to rant about it later on the show. At some point, I am going to rant about the new Rambo movie. Oh. It was uh, at once disturbing and powerful uh, in what they were up to in that film. So anyway, we won't. We won't. I won't bother you with that right now. <laughs> have you? Problem. Here's another question for you, Aaron. Have sure. you ever met uh, Father Austin, now Bishop Elect Vedder?
2: I have not. The only time that I've met him is over the phone.
1: Okay. This is going to be an interesting interview. I don't know too many men who have become bishops, and I know him as he's becoming a bishop. This is kind of a strange and wonderful thing.
2: It's history (laughs) in the making.
1: It's history in the making. Great. Thanks, Aaron, for previewing our show.
2: Thank you, Father.
1: Wonderful. Brothers and sisters, as you heard from Aaron, We have a great show, as always, on Real Presence Live, coming to you every day, Monday through Friday, on the Real Presence uh, Radio Network, which extends, uh, in fact, with stations through, and I'm I'm probably going to miss a few things, but all the way from Montana and Wyoming through North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, I think we're getting upper Iowa, probably upper Nebraska, I mean, just... All of that, probably southern Canada, even though they don't speak English up there, I don't think. Uh, or Maybe they do, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure we're reaching all of those places just locally with our satellites and expanding all the time uh, and with your great support listeners who are out there faithfully, but also then through our website, uh, we're able to reach uh, around the world on uh, yourcatholicradiostation.com. And it's just wonderful. It's just a beautiful thing that we're able to tune in, uh, reaching over a million people uh, in the listening area every every time that we turn on Real presence live uh, through the real presence radio network. So it's just it's just wonderful. I can float the boat. I can I can toot the horn. Uh, because I'm not actually like a paid person who uh, it would be like uh it'd be kind of embarrassing if you talked about your own things so much. But I'm not actually part of it. I'm just uh, a host, so I can I can I can float this boat and uh, toot this horn all day long. I'm very proud of Real Presence Radio. So all of that being said, we're going to move into our first segment. It's 9:05, and that's when I'm supposed to meet up with with I was going to say Father Ed Kunitzka. You are a father. I am a father, absolutely. <laughs> I <sure am. laughs> do people call you Father a lot? I mean, I just feel like no. maybe no. <laughs>
3: No, so so only the uh, probably the more mature of the audience would get it. I get Mister Ed all the time. Uh, Mister Ed was a TV show, the talking horse in like the (laughs) fifties. So I, you know, less and less as less people even know what that is. So you you were on that show? No, thank you. you. I wasn't <laughs> even alive, Father oh, Vassica, when know, it was I on know, the
1: air, but through the power of reruns, <laughs> uh, I had seen it. Yes. <laughs> All right, And Thanks for being with us here my in pleasure. studio at the University of Mary today. We uh, we can talk about whatever you want, except we're supposed to talk about the Prayer Day that's coming up. We are. Um, we are. So but I,
3: I would mention just you know you yeah. mentioned
1: the thirst conference over the
3: weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope people went to that. It was really enriching, but especially Friday night, I felt like my wife and I were on a. We went to a date to a comedy show. There was the mm-hmm. cook off. Yeah, and I've paid money for things. That were less funny than absolutely. That. It was a riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah just it was a so joyful. Good. Yeah, joyful and then Bishop Elect uh, uh, Father Vetter uh, yep. uh, spoke uh, right before the mass on Sunday, and his words were just so beautiful. Uh, so it's, I'm excited for him and for
1: the diocese. And, yeah, you know. absolutely. I, the only bad thing about that cook-off is that Father Josh Waltz won. That's well, I'm,
3: I'm not going to say anything about nepotism or bribing <laughs> with three rounds of drinks. We won't mention that at all. Okay, uh, but it was a good contest. It was good. It was uh, all in good fun. And there's was a back.
1: There's a backstory to this, huh?
3: Well, his brother was just one of the judges. Oh, so um, sister Nicole had the line of the night. Okay. Uh, I actually tried to start a st- uh, standing ovation for her, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I was by myself standing and applauding her her best line of the night. <laughs> it was great.
1: The Thirst Conference really was. was really great. Uh, amazing. And they do that basically every year, I think, or maybe every other year. I'm not sure. but So it's on a three-year? Oh, wow. Uh,
3: it's the the uh, large one is every three, and then there's uh, a ladies and then a men. So there's, okay. they're particular. So oh, next beautiful. fall, I think, is the ladies, I okay. think. Yeah. After that would be the men. Oh, okay. Uh, I uh-huh. might have those two backwards. Sure, but sure, sure. So every three years. Yeah, I think the ladies conference.
1: was last year. So it would be men's and then men. ladies. Yeah. Okay. Great. Wonderful. That's good. Everybody, now you know. All right. So we want to talk about uh, not something that just happened, which is great, but something that's coming up. Mm -hmm. What is coming up?
3: Prayer Day. Prayer Day. Yeah, Prayer Day. This, I think, is the 41st or 42nd Prayer Day. It started in the 70s, actually. It's a long tradition of great speakers. Last uh, year was John uh, O'Leary, who was the burn victim, who was just so inspiring. And every year, we just try to have somebody who comes in, uh, presents us with an inspiring uh, talk, and then we celebrate the liturgy. And so this year happens to be Father Mike Schmitz. We're very excited. We've been trying for a couple of years to get him on campus. Okay. And uh, he's just very busy with his schedule, oh, yeah. um, as a, you know, his work on the college and then as a speaker.
1: Yeah, I think so. he's the most well-known uh, priest in the United States of America by far. Spe- be, I mean, yeah. among the youth culture at least. I mean, for sure. He's just, yeah. he's just known by
3: everybody. Yeah, <laughs> That's really yeah And for good reason, because yeah. his message really resonates with people. He oh, speaks yeah. the truth, yep. but he speaks it with a particular... Um, both relevance but also uh, i think humility and gentleness that people really see what he's saying is true in a way that isn't offensive. right so yeah and a joy yeah yeah
1: absolutely so what does it mean like so he's really hard to get he's uh really busy he's coming to marry like what is that that's great it is it's fantastic uh it's actually um
3: bishop elect that's his installation now in Helena, oh. and so like people said, hey, can you can you move this? No, not really. <laughs> we're not going to try <laughs> hey, to even try. Father trot, Mike, right? Father uh, Mike yeah. you're, you're this little for thing two came years, up, right? But uh, we're <laughs> exactly. just to switch it a couple yeah, days, right. no problem,
1: right? Right, no problem. Uh, so did you turn back and say no? Just have Bishop Elect change his ordination day? No, we didn't <laughs> do, that <laughs> not do that either. We just realized
3: <laughs> okay. that some people are not going to be here, right? As okay. it should be, as all it right. should all be. Right. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. all right. Well, as you know, like I think twenty percent of the state are veterans, and so. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of people that'll be headed that direction, but yeah. uh, the rest of us are going to stay here and yeah. listen to Father Mike Schmitz. And, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, and he he'll uh, give a, a keynote, and then he also, I believe, is the main celebrant for the liturgy immediately following. Okay, and so we get to listen to him speak, and then we
1: get to pray with him. Great. Yeah. So, what is the? I mean, is the topic prayer every year, or is there a particular topic that's? No, that's a great question. Okay. Uh, each each speaker
3: has like uh Like I mentioned last year, you know, John was a burn victim, and so that yeah. was he's got a special way of his thing is igniting mm. your faith, mm-hmm. you know, being on fire, mm-hmm. but in a way that works and holy. He probably could could do, mm-hmm. you know, from the inside. Uh, Father Mike's topic is actually Christian adulting: the signs of spiritual maturity.
1: Christian adulting. adulting. Not everybody's going to know it. The word, the verb, adulting. adulting. I think it's new, right? I'm not sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, even no, in it's... the dictionary yet. But I've, young people are using that. Yeah, um, they're using it a lot. They're using it
3: a lot, and so that that speaks to Father Mike as well. He uses terms phrases that are relevant to his audience get he really gets that yeah. yeah
1: so what is adulting i mean if we take it back to like normal language it's uh, becoming mature learning how to live as an adult right i, mean, I think so <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah so some, somebody the other day i was talking to someone who had a car breakdown and, and had to go get it fixed and and figure all that out and said i guess i'm adulting <laughs> okay. And we would go okay well yeah that's just part of being a grown-up right and so i guess that's what we would say it's part right. of being a grown-up you know yeah current vernacular is adulting
1: yeah. you verb everything nowadays, right. <laughs> Turn everything into a verb. Yeah. Yeah. I am adulting today. Uh,
3: Yeah. Uh, Or today I'm not. Or today I'm not. (laughs) That's the problem with
1: the verb is you could unverb it. It's like, no, you should just become the thing. You should be a noun. You should be an adult. (laughs) Wow. We don't have to rant too much about that. Okay. So he's presenting on... uh, Adulting, right. right? Christian adulting, Christian maturity, I Christian think. maturity, yeah. right? So, yeah. is the is the theme of Prayer Day? Since it's at the University of Mary, is the, is it meant to be for college students, or is it is it is that the focus? But everybody's welcome, or how does that? Well, work? the interesting thing about Prayer Day is that it has a wide audience. So there okay. are folks,
3: many in the audience will already know it. That they come for years, and so there's some people as soon as they get the date, we send a postcard out, they put it on the calendar. So uh, it's it's actually there's a fair amount of retired who come. It's something they look forward to every year, and um and they'll stay through the lunch and it's just part of they set this aside every year Uh, obviously for us in ministry we're particularly targeting our college students but also our faculty and staff we think of our whole community and so we try to have an event
1: that appeals to all and Mm -hmm. has something for all everyone Mm -hmm. who's here Mm -hmm. so everybody this is father craig vosik your host for real presence live visiting with ed konetska Father Ed, no Mr. Ed. <laughs> Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ed talking about uh, an upcoming prayer day, the annual uh, upcoming prayer day, forty second, he right. said. Well, well starting in seventy nine, so seventy. Right. So forty first, wow. maybe forty wow. first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, annual annual day at the University of Mary this year, Father Mike Schmitz will be coming talking about Christian adulting, which would be great. He's a hard guy to get and he's a very popular speaker. So uh, for all those who are anywhere near Bismarck, you're very, very welcome. Is that right, Ed? Anybody? Can come. No RSVP Anybody. needed? No. Oh, actually, there's an online registration. Okay. I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> okay. uh, there is a, there's a,
3: just a, it's a very small fee. It's $5, yeah. which okay. is a cheap registration. Sure. And uh, this year we have an option to uh, purchase a lunch in the crow's nest afterwards for another $5. Oh, wow. Well, and right. all that can be done online. If some if somebody can uh, register as they walk in, it just helps us with numbers and preparing yeah. the restaurant and all of those things. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah and the registration for that is, uh, is our regular
1: website, www.umary.edu. Slash prayer day, prayer day. Yeah. Uh, so I've not been to a prayer day yet. I'm um, yeah. first year, first full year still. Um where I'm just trying to picture where this takes place because there's things going on every day at the University yes. of Mary. Anybody who's out there, you should just come out here and see what's happening. It's a bustling, bustling town up on a hill, really. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there's lots of different beautiful venues on campus where a person could hold something. What, Where is it held? What does that look like? It, what's it the can feel? move depending oh, on okay.
3: anticipated size. Sure. And to be honest, with as you mentioned, his popularity, we're going to be in the MAC, the Marauder Activity Center, okay. where the basketball games are and yeah. blow have the bleachers out and, and chairs on the floor and uh, there's usually a nice stage set up with a but you know we 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 really do this one up nice yeah uh, and so uh, we're we're anticipating uh, well over a thousand people for this we'll have the ability to seat fifteen hundred I think okay so yeah and and for that because of this and the way it's going to play out mass is also in the Mac okay so folks who come if uh, we start right at uh, ten o'clock with morning prayer there'll be music before that an opportunity for some praise and worship at ten o'clock morning prayer uh, and then Father Mike's keynote. And then, uh, so probably around 1130, we're anticipating Mass in the MAC. Just enough time to switch, you know, the stage uh, to an altar setting. And then uh,
1: there's a lunch if people want to go to. If they want to, immediately after, yep. And then after that, there's no other events for the prayer day. It's mainly just that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Great. Um, So why would people want to come, or why should people come?
3: I think that, at most, like I said, there's already a huge crowd that does. Uh, but I think that it's an opportunity. We don't get to hear a person like Father Mike. You can watch his videos, but there's a difference in going in... in uh in person and then just to pray with the community to be able to pray with him yeah uh, you know for us i think it's to be able to pray for his ministry mm-hmm. uh to join him in prayer mm-hmm. uh, and there's just a great community event that's come around this uh and then for some honestly uh you can't eat in the crow's nest for five dollars no, right? it's a nice restaurant yeah. it's not what i experienced when i was in college that's for sure <laughs> 24 right. 7 dining all those things uh, right. but there are people who come from town here as a dining facility. Uh, it's a value, even, I think it's lunches around $10, I think. So $5 in yep. the Crows. And it's an all all-you-can-eat buffet. All-you-can-eat I mean, buffet. But like not just a
1: buffet. I mean, it's an all-you-can-eat seven-restaurant restaurant. I mean, there's stations yeah. all over with all sorts of things from all over the world. I mean, it, right. uh, when I look it up on Google Maps and, I, and I'm looking at things, uh, it pops up as, a, as, a, as one of the restaurants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty neat. Well, it is. It, <laughs> it is, is. It is <laughs> one of the restaurants, yeah. Yep. Uh, that's great. So as we come to the end of this time, just talking about uh, Father Mike coming out here for prayer what what would you just want to leave with uh, with our listening audience uh, just with regard to, to everything?
3: I don't ever know anyone who's come who's been disappointed. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where you think, okay, well, should I, should I not? And some people have to take time off. Do I want to take time off, work for this? Uh, but it really is an uplifting, positive event. It's going to be a great message. And uh, like I said, people walk away thinking, well, that was worth my time.
1: Yeah. Good. Yeah. Wonderful. So everybody... We've got the prayer day coming up. Did we talk about what day it actually is? Uh, I'm not sure we did. Wednesday, November 20th, (laughs)
3: 10 a.m., probably 11.30 Mass. So 10 a.m., Wednesday, November 20th. Register
1: online if you can. Wonderful. That's going to be the annual prayer day at the University of Mary with this year, Father Michael Schmitz uh, from the Diocese of Duluth. Uh, He is uh, going around the country, probably going around the world, uh, people know who he is. They're excited by his message. He's able to captivate an audience. When he goes in front of groups of fifteen to 20,000 people at these annual conferences, people feel like he's talking directly to them about whatever it is. So there's an anointing and a gifting uh, that the Lord is using with, uh, in his life uh, and ministering to so many people. So with uh, with the greatest invitation that we can to everybody yep. out there anywhere near, uh, please come and enjoy the presentation. The Day. Ed, uh, is it going to be streamed or recorded, or do you know anything about that? We don't know that yet. Maybe uh, uh,
3: my memory says no. Yeah, we always okay. leave that up to the individual speaker. Yeah, you got to come, so come live, everybody. Got to come live. Got to come live.
1: Yep. Great. Ed, thanks for being with You're us You're welcome. Today. Thank you for having us. Great. Everybody, thanks. coming up next, we're going to pray for all of your requests during a segment called Prayerfully Yours. Later on after that, you can call in and you can ask me any question you want about the Catholic faith or life or anything like that. I am Father Craig Vase coming to you live from the University of Mary in Bismarck. You are tuned in to Real Presence Live. Don't leave. Don't go anywhere. Great programming coming up still.
4: If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer.
2: My name is Brad List. I'm the father of Nathan List. He started at Mount Marty in 2016. This is a gem underneath their nose that most kids in Yankton don't even realize is there. They don't understand what Mount Marty offers as a school. They offer as helping plan for your future. Example, they're helping Nathan with internships. They're you know, looking at what kind of jobs can you get. It's good to be close to home. You don't have to come home, but you know it's always there. Lead. Serve
4: two, two, three, two, four, two, four. You can join Father Tom Loomis and St. James Coffee on a life-changing travel experience on a tour to Poland where you will encounter Christ and His Church and learn from history, the life of Pope John Paul, the faith of the Polish people, and more August 22nd through the 31st, 2020. Participation in this tour provides financial support for St. James Coffee. You can stop by the coffee shop in Rochester to pick up a brochure or Ed Ventures can be reached at 800-658-7128
0: you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network
1: all right everybody we take a moment from our regular type of programming to join with all of our listening audience and our real presence family to pray for their intentions almost every day uh, at Real Presence at com, We receive prayer requests or we talk to people who ask for prayer for those closest uh, in their lives. And we hold those close here in the family of the Real Presence Radio Network. So each day we, we share some of those and then we invite all of our listeners, wherever you are, to just pause with us if you're able and to pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ for the things that they are asking the Lord for and praying for your intentions Intentions as well. The intentions that we'll pray for today, I'll list them and then I'll come back and pray for them. Uh, we're going to pray for Lisa, who is experiencing a significant medical issue. Uh, we're going to pray that she can find the doctors that she needs to make sure that they can diagnose and address the condition well, and we'll pray for healing. Uh, we'll also pray for Corey, who's going through some turmoil right now, and that's all that we know about that. We're gonna pray for somebody's son and daughter. We don't know who they are, but uh, we're gonna pray for their son and daughter-in-law who are hoping to find a good buyer for their house. And then um, we're gonna pray also for the students at the University of Mary. Uh, Since I have the care of so many souls here, we're gonna pray for them as well. So we'll turn back to those intentions and whatever other intentions you are holding in your heart and to pray for them. So join me, please, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we bring to you all of these prayers. Uh, We know that you are a good father who cares for his children, who sees all things and governs all things wisely in your care and in your providence. We bring to you in a particular way because you like to hear of our needs so that you can be good to us. We pray for Lisa. Uh, She is experiencing significant medical issues. So we just want to present your daughter, Lisa, to you, Father, that you would care for her and love her and protect her and provide for her, that you would surround her with your kindness and your love, that you would bring to her every good gift that you desire for her, uh, and that she would be surrounded by people in this world. Uh, Who showcase your love and your kindness for her in a particular way? We pray that uh, your providence and your uh, guidance would lead her and those around her uh, That they would find the the right doctors and the right care um, with great wisdom and knowledge to be able to identify what's going on for her uh, to diagnose and to address her condition well Um, Some things are hidden uh, but you are able to bring them to light. And so we ask for that illumination uh, for for those care providers and for those who care for for Lisa. We just present her to you. We ask for your loving kindness and your light and your warmth to to be with her. We thank you for all that you are doing through our confident prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll move on to a person named Corey who's going through some turmoil right now. Uh, And we just, we wanna pray for Corey. So uh, Heavenly Father, again, we present Corey to you who is going through turmoil. Uh, whatever that difficulty, whatever that struggle, whatever those uh, those uh, coming against, whatever those look like in mind, body, spirit, uh, in time and in temporal ways, uh, whatever's going on for Corey, uh, we ask for your care, for your strength, uh, for your guidance again. We ask for your power to be manifested in Corey's weakness. We ask for your deliverance uh, and your might and your strength to come and visit Corey and everything going on around Corey. Um, that you would pave a way, that you would find a way bringing, bringing, uh, bringing a future, bringing hope, bringing a way forward uh, for all of those ways that Corey would recognize that there is, there is a way forward. Uh, whatever those things are that's coming against Corey. So we just present Corey to you, Heavenly Father, and we ask for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. We're praying for a person who wants to pray for their son and daughter-in-law to find a good buyer for their house, and we can pray for all those who are hoping to uh, be able to move and that they can have uh, the care that they need, people provided to take over uh, those houses. In a particular way, I'm immediately thinking of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. So we ask for their care. Uh, they who moved around so much uh, from Bethlehem to Egypt, back, and then to Nazareth, and then Jesus in His earthly ministry, uh, saying that He didn't have a, a place to rest His head. Uh, he knows how, and Mary and Joseph know how, to provide for those uh, who are looking for a home. So we entrust this person's son and daughter-in-law to Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. We ask that God would provide a buyer uh, for their house, that they would be able to continue to do what they feel that they are supposed to do, and that God's will, God's love, God's kindness, God's plan would be manifested through Uh, all of those doings, even in the midst of the difficulty and some of that stress and concern that they would be able to uh, surrender themselves and trust confidently and in the plan and the wisdom and the providence of God at this time. So we just present them to you, Heavenly Father, and ask for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. And I would like to take a moment to uh, present to you, Father, all of the students of the University of Mary, uh, especially those that I care for in the athletic department, but for all of our students, wherever they are, from the freshmen to the grad students, to the professors, faculty, and staff, uh, leadership, uh, the President's Council and Monsignor Shea Uh, and everybody all of the Sisters of Annunciation Monastery and the Diocese of Bismarck so the entire effort I want to lift up to you but especially that you would guide and uh take care of all of our students, that they would find their vocation, that so many of them would turn to a religious vocation and and follow you so closely, Heavenly Father, in imitation of your son Jesus, in poverty, chastity, obedience, that our students would find their identity uh, in the love of God as sons and daughters, that they would be faithful to your commands, uh, joyfully living our faith. So, Father, I present all of them to you through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is the patroness of this institution. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, brothers and sisters, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, you have prayed with me. Thank you for taking time to pray for these uh, intentions, for your brothers and sisters in the Real Presence Radio family, and for all of their needs. I want you to stay tuned. Let me tell you, I want you to stay tuned for a Straight Talk with me. You can start calling right now. You can ask me any question you want. You can stump me. If you can, at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, straight talk with me. Father Craig Vosick is going to be coming up next. But just to finish this segment, if you have a specific intention that you would like to have prayed for, you can go to our website at yourcatholicradiostation.com and under the prayer requests at the top of the page, you can submit your prayer request. Yourcatholicradiostation.com. You can also submit an intention on our app, uh, the Real Presence Radio app. And you can click on prayer request on the main screen. You can do that anytime, and we pray for them daily at Real Presence Radio. So stay tuned. As I said, call me right now, 877 795 You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host. Stay
4: tuned for more great programming. Thanks for listening to Real Presence Radio. Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network. I hope your day is a little better and your burdens are made a little lighter by the message you are hearing. Please tell others about Real Presence Radio and invite them to listen. If you've been listening for a while, please consider joining the family and offering your support. Our goal is to change lives by bringing others closer to Christ, and together we are changing the world.
2: Tree retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at
1: Hey, 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 Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live, coming straight from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota, perched atop the beautiful hill overlooking the city and the valley of the Missouri River. You, If you haven't been here to the University of Mary... I know that Real Presence Radio is not like a sponsor of University of Mary, but I am because I work here. I want to invite you to come and visit. It is a fabulous place. It is a place where people are growing in love with Jesus and his church. Uh, so I want you to come to you, Mary. But what I'm doing right now is I'm taking your phone calls. Um... There it is. Check it out, everybody. You can call in right now uh, to your Catholic radio station at 877 We do this uh, segment called Straight Talk. It's your opportunity to share your questions or comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us. It can be about religion. It can be about culture. It can be about what's happening in your state, your town, the world. You can ask any question. You're going to get a Catholic perspective, or at least my perspective, <laughs> (laughs) Uh, And I guess since I'm a priest, I'm supposed to have a Catholic perspective on things, huh? uh, So you can call in at 877-795-0122. Straight Talk, your host, Father Craig Vosick, with you today. You can also go on to Real Presence Radio's Facebook page. And you can submit your comment there. I also share it onto my Facebook page, and I think it's on Twitter as well. Uh, So you can do all of that. We'd love to hear from you, and we will uh, answer those. I will talk to you. Uh, This can be your five minutes of fame on an international radio station. Wow, you can get in. It's going to be great. So, again, the phone number, 877-795-0122. We're doing it for an entire half an hour. So you can get on the phone right now and ask your questions. So please do. Uh, I had coffee at, uh, I started drinking coffee by around 7 o'clock this morning just so I could be awake. Sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's slow to get my mind going. Um, and it only stays on for about four hours every day. Uh, so you're in my window of, of hoped for wisdom right now, everybody. I even prayed this morning, which is great. So uh, call in 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two. we have someone on the phone we have someone on the phone that I want to talk to let me tell you I really want to talk to this person because it's his birthday today my buddy my bestie buddy father Brian you're on the phone brother are you there I'm here
0: man I'm here
1: dude happy birthday Wow,
0: thank you. Thank you.
1: On the Feast of St. Simon and Jude, is your middle name Simon or Jude or both?
0: I I wish it was either of those, but it's not.
1: Uh, Father Brian, am I supposed to know your middle name since you're my best friend?
0: I mean, I know your middle name. Don't say that.
1: It's Alan.
0: It's your middle name is Patrick.
1: Yeah, I know, but your middle name I'm is David. No, it's Lee. Lee, I knew that. See, that was my next guess. Yeah. Right. Dude, I'm so glad that you're alive. I just want to say that to everybody. This is actually, Father Brian, this is a great way for us to actually do a show together. We can just call in when each, <laughs> each other is hosting and just like steal the show for an entire half an hour.
0: <laughs> Seriously, what a gift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, brother, brother, my brother, what's, what's happening today? What are you thinking about?
0: Yeah, so here's my question. Um, so God has given us all gifts. And, uh, he wants us to use those gifts for the building up of his kingdom. Actually, so, um, in Mass today, the first reading, St. Paul talks about how we're members of the household of God. Yeah. Uh, and so being members of the household, we all have different, you know, different chores, we could say, that are assigned to us, different gifts that are given so that we can use them to build up the house, to, to keep the house in good order. Right. Um, my question is, what if I insist on trying to use a gift that I don't have? Mm-hmm. So the example that's, that's in my mind is, let's say, I, I have this strong desire to heal people when I pray with them, yeah. and this, for whatever reason, is a gift that God just hasn't given to me, uh, and yet I, I insist on, every time I encounter somebody who's sick or who has cancer or who has broken bones or whatever, I insist on saying, I'm going to pray with you, and we're going to ask God to heal you physically. Yeah. Um, is, that, is, is that harmful? to the church rather than helpful? Uh, that's that's my question.
1: Is it harmful rather than helpful if I try to use a gift that I don't have? Yes. Okay wow, brother, you're awesome. This is great. Uh, so everybody who's listening right now, this is exactly the way that phone calls go between Father Brian and myself. He will call and he'll say, good master, I have a question. And then he'll ask his question. Then we'll have a great conversation quoting Bible verses back and forth to each other in the example of the lives of the saints and uh, the life of the church. And this is, this is the way our conversations go. So basically you're all just peeking in on a weekly conversation between Father Brian and I. Um, this is great. I would, here's, here's what I would say. Good teacher. Um, If I desire to use the gifts that God has in the church, which is what you're citing here, I desire to use a gift that the church actually has within it. That's noble and beautiful and wonderful, and I should strive for the great gifts. I mean, St. Paul says, strive for the greater gifts, but you'd strive for any of the gifts, strive for the gifts, right? So we should be eager and we should have a desire. And that's what you're saying you have, or somebody might have. They have a desire to use it, right? so that's the first thing Mm -hmm. we should have that we should have the desires for the things of Jesus rather than the things of the world we should have this so alright we just presuppose that we should have the desire that's incredibly important um but then there is the word that you used if a person insists on using it. Uh, it's, when, when I hear the word insist, I think whether God permits it or whether God wants it, whether it's God's will or not, if I'm insisting on something, uh, it's almost as if I'm going ahead of the will of God and saying, No, 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 no God, I know better than you do on this one. I insist rather than on what God insists. So I'm just hearing that. I'm not saying that's what you're saying. But if a person insists on something and God's not giving it... Uh, that person, I would recommend to that person to take the desire, which is what they're insisting on. I have a desire, so I'm insisting on the desire. Take the insisting reality, bringing it back to Jesus, surrender and submit it to him in great confidence and trust. Saying, Jesus, you know I have this desire. You know that I want to insist on this because I really think it should happen. But I have to, in humility, I have to surrender this to you because you're the only one who can make this stuff happen anyway the reason why that's so important i think is because if i try to go ahead of god's will on something it could become harmful if i go up to someone and god doesn't want to heal that person right now and i say no jesus wants to heal you right now and i pray for it nothing happens it could weaken my faith and it could weaken the person's faith that i'm praying with because i've declared something that i think should happen when god hasn't declared it that is harmful. Mm-hmm. that is harmful. I, or that can be harmful. And you see that. We see that uh, often when there's people and they're like sheep going around and no, they're, just, they're wolves going around in sheep's clothing, and they're declaring things left and right. A guy gets up and he says, no, Jesus wants to give you a million dollars. If you just send a thousand dollars to me, a million dollars is going to come back to you in a month. I promise it. God has declared it. Well, guess what? God hasn't declared that anywhere in, this, in the scriptures and in this uh, wolf's life. And so pe- that's going to harm people's faith. Uh, and so, yeah, it can be hard. I'd say if I'm trying, if I'm insisting pridefully and in going ahead of the will of God on something that God has not uh, declared he's going to do, even if it's something in general that he says he does, uh, but not in that particular circumstance, it could become harmful. What do you think about that, brother?
0: I definitely, I see what you're saying. The, the insistence, right? They, like you say, it's, it's similar to our gospel from uh, yesterday, right? Where um, the, the pride was what got the the pharisee it wasn't it wasn't that his righteous deeds were bad it was right. that his pride was was he was he was looking around and insisting on his own thoughts rather than and even praying to himself rather than praying to the lord in humility um yeah i see what you're saying
1: yeah so so there's two things there and they're both things that you that you said we should have those desires. We absolutely should have. Because, I mean, I think one of the points that we oftentimes talk about, you and I, is that people don't have the same desires as Jesus a lot of times, or at least they're not manifesting them out, out loud. They're just like, well, I'd be like, well, you know, I'm suffering from this thing, and, you know, it's just, it's just what, I guess, God wants me to suffer. It's like, well, have you asked him that? Like, are you sure that he wants you to suffer this? I mean, are you talking to <laughs> Jesus? Have you, have you found out what Jesus desires? Are your desires the same as Jesus' desires on this? Uh, so I think desire is huge. I mean, well, actually, we're reading a book uh, together right now, you and I. And uh, right. you know, one of the chapters talks about desires. Uh, it talks mm-hmm. about that. that uh, this is from uh, Father Jean Delbe at the beginning of his chapter on on desire. He says, "No great things are going to happen if there's not first great desires." So we need mm-hmm. that, and so that's what you're saying. I a person who desires to do the things that Jesus did and does, we should desire them. Um, but but then again, it's that it's that trustful surrender instead of instead of like that insistence that could be pride. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my question. Yeah, what do you do on your birthday? How many cookies are you gonna eat?
0: Well, uh, some parishioners came and gave me. Let's see, I've got seven cookies. I gave one away. Um, I have seven cookies left, um, as well as. Well, actually, I take that back. I've got someone else gave me like twenty cookies. So I've got I've got a lot of cookies <laughs> to eat today on my birthday.
1: Uh, dude, you love. How do people know that you love cookies? Did you tell them that?
0: No, I didn't tell them. They just, they just found made out. Them for me. Trust
1: me, everybody. Father Brian likes cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. especially if they're good. Exactly, especially if they're good on your birthday, brother. Great right. to hear from you.
0: Yeah, man. Thanks for answering my question.
1: All right, enjoy your birthday.
0: Thank you. Enjoy my birthday too.
1: <laughs> we all will. <laughs> great. All right. God bless, bro.
0: Bye. Thank
1: you. God bless you. Bye. Oh, man. Everybody, you just experienced uh, pure delight. Anytime I can chat with my brother, Father Brian, uh, especially on his birthday, what a gift. Anytime that can happen, I, uh, I'm i just in a happy place. I would like to spend every day with him. I would like to live with him. I would like to... Here's, my, here's a dream. A dream would be for he and I to be pastors in the same parish uh, together and just... Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that it would be a good idea. I'm just saying I would love it. I'm just saying I would absolutely love to be with my brother. All right. uh, The phone number. Whoops. I forgot to give you the phone number because I've been hanging out with my buddy for so long. I apologize to everybody that I haven't given you the phone number. 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. You can call in and ask any question you want about the Catholic faith. There are people walking by in the Lumen Vitae Center. If you have a question as you're walking by, if you have any questions, people, you come here and ask me those questions. I will answer any question that you have. There are people walking by and they're like too nervous to get on the on the on the radio with me. Anyway, if you got a question, Actually, I'm going to propose this for the future, that I just get students in here as well and just have them ask all kinds of questions. That could be very exhilarating and wild. All right, so we've got another question. We have another question. This is a person who is chiming in uh, after Father Brian and I talked about uh, having desires. Uh, and the gifts that the Lord has poured out, the charisms, these stable expressions of giftings, um, and should should we not? Could we harm the church if we try to do things that God doesn't want to do? So, um, so this is what a listener. Uh, calls in and asks, based on the conversation that you just had with Father Brian, does that mean we shouldn't pray for healing for ourselves or our loved ones? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with this because I just said we should have great desires uh, and we should be doing, we should be hoping and asking for the things that Jesus does, but we shouldn't be pridefully insisting on things that he hasn't declared. Um, So that's the question. Should we not be praying? No, we absolutely should be praying. Jesus says in general, pray. Uh, pray for healing that these things would happen. The point that I was making simply, and I'm oftentimes not very clear when I speak, I recognize that. Uh, the point I was trying to make is if a person stubbornly insists that the thing that they want needs to be happening, that can become prideful and that can be contrary to what Jesus is up to. When I insist on my will, uh, re- I, and I would say like repeatedly Uh, over and over aggressively, I demand that God do the thing that I'm saying I think is right, it's when I start to basically boss God around. Uh, That's what I would, that's what I mean. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't boss God around. He's the boss. God is the boss. I'm not the boss. So we should definitely be praying. We should definitely be asking God, what do you want to do in this situation? And and if we're, uh, you know, and if he's leaving it open and it's like, no, I don't know what to do. I should be talking to Jesus. I should be praying for these things to happen. Um, but then I should humbly submit it to him and not say, Jesus, you have to do this. Otherwise, you're in trouble and I'm going to put you in a timeout. God, you have to do this. Otherwise, uh, otherwise I'm going to tell everybody that you're a bad God. Mm, no, probably shouldn't do that. Um, so We should always be doing the thing that God invites us to do. We should be paying attention to the scriptures, having the desires of Jesus, the things that he's asking. We should move forward with those, find out what our gifts are, exercising our gifts, praying for all sorts of things, but humbly submitting rather than aggressively and uh, brazenly demanding that God do something for us because I deserve it or something like that. Well, we don't deserve actually very much. Uh, Actually, yeah. Yeah. The only thing we deserve, well, I'm not even going to say that right now. Uh, we were created, and we live in the midst of a gift. Uh, so we want to be humble before the Lord. And the Lord's Prayer itself, uh, we ask that His will is done, not our will, right? And that's the main thing, is that, is that we ask that God's will be done, not our own. Now, we bring our will, we bring our desires, we bring all the things, and we humbly submit it to the Lord. So thanks for that clarification question. Um... Which is really good. Call-in number here, 877 If you have any questions about anything in the whole world, you can ask them to me, and I will pretend like I know the answer. Uh, that's what I'm supposed to do here for half an hour is just pretend that I know things. There are so many students walking by that I know, and I wish they would just come and ask me questions. That would be really grand, too. 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two this is straight talk with yours truly, Father Craig Vosick at the University of Mary. Ooh, I even have professors walking by. They're really smart. They could come and answer questions. Oh <laughs> Married professors <laughs> <laughs> Showcasing their marital. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I witness things, people. I am witnessing things at the University of Mary right now. You're calling in at 877 You're also going to Real Presence Radio's page on Facebook.com or onto my page on Facebook. I also shared the link there. Let's see if anybody's asking anything. I've got to refresh this. I need like a secretary. I need a full-time secretary who's willing to work for me for free. Is there anybody out there who could do that? I'm telling you, it would be great. Nothing there on my page. Let's see what's going on. We have a listener not on the radio. It was just Reformation Sunday, and about the same time as the Reformation, there was also the peasant uprising, where 100,000 peasants were killed. Did the Catholic Church have something to do with that, or did Rome have something to do with that? Let me tell you something. I know one thing and I don't know the other. I know what Reformation Sunday is. I know nothing about the peasant uprising. Dr. Stewart's here, though. He might know something about the peasant uprising. Uh, he's not listening to me right now. He's walking through our university center, and I know he would know this answer. He's a professor of history. Dr. Stewart, you would know this answer. He doesn't want to talk about it, though. All right, fine. Uh, I don't know anything about the peasant uprising, uh, but I do know that it's, it was Reformation Sunday. Reformation Sunday uh, is uh, a day that's marked um, with regard to um, uh, the events of the 1500s, we can say. Uh, there were a lot of events of the 1500s, but... Um, uh, the priest, uh, Catholic priest, Martin Luther, uh, Father Martin Luther, uh, had, was struggling with a lot of things that was happening in the church, probably rightly so, with a lot of things, and theologically, pastorally, practically, lots of things were going on. And... Um, and uh, it ended up, I don't think that was his initial intention, it ended up separating from the, the Roman Church, the Catholic Church in Rome. Uh, and uh, there was a reform, a, a revolution of sorts, uh, a, a breaking away, uh, starting over, uh, I don't know, of uh, various congregations in various places. And so we mark, uh, a number of people mark that. I don't think we mark it necessarily as a Catholic Church, but we recognize that it's, it's a thing that people mark uh, with regard to that. But I simply, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not very wise on this topic uh, about the peasant uprising uh, where, where so many people were killed uh, I've studied church history and it didn't come up uh, but maybe that's not a good enough answer for you <laughs> So I apologize that I'm not, I'm not up to speed on, on that so we're here, we're still going uh, straight talk with yours truly Father Craig Vasik. I'll give you the phone number again 877-795-0122 877-795-0122. You can ask any question. You can state any concern. You can do whatever you want on the phone. You can ask me to pray for you. You can tell me that you don't like me. You can do whatever you like at 877-795-0122. And you can ask any question you luck. Dr. Stewart. Dr. Stewart, someone just asked about the peasant uprising where 100,000 people uh, were killed around the same time of the Reformation. Did the Catholic Church have anything to do with that, or what was the cause of that? It ha- with regard to the Reformation, yeah. He's not on the he's not on a microphone right now, but I'm nailing him on this. So Okay, here's what, it, here's what I'm getting. It might have been inspired by uh, Martin Luther's call to up to rise up, um, so not necessarily, it's not charged to Martin Luther, uh, but, the, but it wasn't the Catholic Church saying, hey, everybody rise up. Alright, so I know that this isn't very helpful for you who aren't, because uh, he's not on the mic. So I apologize for that delay, people, but that's, uh, I needed to get to the bottom of this and Dr. Stewart is walking by and he's a professor of history and he knows everything about all things. So, uh, it happened, there might have been some uh, various things uprisings. Uh, Martin Luther might have been asking people, hey, stand up. There might have been other people saying, no, you need to stand up, all these different things. But it wasn't a Catholic Church sanctioned sort of event at all. So again, thanks for the question. I'm so glad that Dr. Stewart walked by and I'm sorry to my producer right now if I made an awkward uh, guffaw by uh, having someone talk to me off air online. But we got to the bottom of it. You can keep calling in at 877-795-0122. I have somebody on the phone, I think. Uh, so, uh, is, is there someone on the phone right now? They're maybe coming on. We'll see if they're coming on, but we do have one uh, on, someone who didn't want to be on the phone, but wanted to ask a question. Uh, when you are praying, should you just keep praying formal prayers, or can you take time to just sit in silence, to be with the Lord throughout the day, or should one follow former formal prayer? a uh, listener is reading Living Flame of Love by St. John of the Cross and this question came up. I love everything about this question. I love everything about this question. Should I do formal prayers or should I sit in silence with the Lord and should I just speak to Him? What's going on? The person's reading Living Flame of Love by St. John of the Cross and the question came up. The reason why I love this question is because it, everybody should be asking this question and everybody should be moving forward on something like this. And Living Flame of Love is my... (laughs) Is my favorite... Work of all time. I spent an entire year reading this tiny work. It's four little stanzas, and I can recite the entire poem to you. O living flame of love that woundest tenderly my soul in its inmost depths, as thou art no longer grievous, perfect thy work if it be thy will, break the web of the sweet encounter. That's the first stanza, and it goes on. It's this magnificent, mystical uh, poem that John of the Cross wrote after he was. Uh, stuck in a, in a, in a painful torture chamber by his own brothers in his community. It was terrible. Um, and he wrote this exquisite mystical prayer and I prayed with it because he, it's the poem is there and then there's commentary that he gives on his own poem. Um, that's how amazing this whole thing was. It was really anointed and and really inspired. Uh, and so I love that. Uh, so that person's reading living claim of love and the answer is, uh, formal prayer is good when i recite prayers that are uh you know official prayers of the church or whatever those are good they train me uh how to pray in a way plus they give me content that is good to pray for and they give words to things that the church knows is good to be praying about so formal prayers are magnificent but as a as a great monk told me once he says what's the purpose of a litany this is what he asked what's the purpose of a litany and uh you know you have a litany and it just goes on and on and on for a while and you say all these different words and he said what's the purpose of the litany is the purpose of a litany to recite the entire litany or is the purpose of the litany to pray and it's like well both isn't it he's like well not necessarily the purpose of a litany is not to pray the whole litany it's to pray uh that's primary it's to pray and so uh his point was if something strikes you in those formal prayers, which are so good, if something strikes you in the midst of that, allow that which strikes you, whether it's kind of a movement of the heart or a, an illumination in your intellect or a, whatever the thing might be, uh, to allow that to then dictate where you're going. Allow for the prompting of the Holy Spirit, which is what the living flame of love is all about. The living flame of love is the Holy Spirit present in the human soul. Um so the human person has an intellect of the will, that's the faculties of their soul. The Holy Spirit comes in and dwells within us and it is the Holy Spirit who actually moves us to pray. Uh, we can't pray on our own. Uh, it has to be uh, prompted by God. So. Um, is it good to pray formal prayers? Yes. Uh, is there a place for them in the church? Absolutely. The liturgy is filled with them, uh, but it should not be disconnected from the heart or uh, the movement of the, of the soul uh, before God. And there is an entire dimension uh, that's been uncultivated by so many people of just sitting in silence, being with God without structured prayers. Here's what I say to people. Uh, When you're a kid, your parents tell you what to eat. You eat it, and you have to grow up in different things. Uh, You start with... like little food, like what is a, I don't even know what they baby food, you know, it's like that little, whatever that stuff is, mushed up stuff. You don't stay on that your whole life. Uh, you move into things that are more substantial, uh, into meat and other things like that. Or for example, when you're working out as a child, you learn little exercises. If you want to become a pro athlete, you have to do more than those little exercises. You have to advance. You have to move beyond the the thing that is the beginning. And I don't just mean that formal prayers are just a beginning and like the beginner thing, uh, but they... If we only do the prayers that we learned when we were a kid, like when I was a kid, I I learned the angel of God and I learned a couple of other prayers. If I only did that, which a lot of people do, they only do the things that they were taught as a child. And so they pray for two minutes before they go to bed, the angel of God or some other prayers. That's not going to sustain you as an adult. It might sustain you as a child. It's not going to sustain you as an adult. I guarantee it. It's just not going to work. You have to move into something more thoughtful, deeper, more intimate. So many people leave the church because there's no no depth. Well, is there no depth because the church doesn't offer it? Or is there no depth because I haven't allowed myself to go into the depths? And I think Living Flame of Love uh, is a great example that there are depths beyond formal uh, prayers that we should definitely be pursuing. Alright, so we've only got a couple minutes left here, uh, I think a minute or two on Straight Talk with yours truly, Father Craig Vasek, uh, and then we'll be moving into the rest of our show, but uh, just so you know, that the number is, I don't think you can call in, I think it's too late to call in now, but for tomorrow, you can call in at 877-795-0122. We've got one last question here, my cousin, oh... This is a tough one. My cousin committed suicide and I pray for the repose of her soul. Is she going to heaven? This is a very serious question. uh, And we don't have time to address it very thoughtfully. I apologize about that. Uh, Yes, pray for the repose of her soul. Is God a merciful God? Absolutely. Can I tell you? If anybody's going to heaven, I can't tell you any of that. That is not up to me. It is up to God. But what we do know is that a lot of people, when they commit suicide, uh, they felt a lot of pressure. And a lot of things were coming against them. And there wasn't a whole lot of freedom necessarily in their life. And so uh, the church mercifully understands that God does not hold. We know this. God doesn't hold things that happen against our will or... um, Uh, things that happen when we're under undue stress, that there's mercy for us in the midst of those things. So uh, on a a, just a cold level, any time that we take life, we're not supposed to do that. Uh, And we know that. Uh, But when it comes to a topic like this, um, it's... We have to entrust uh, our beloved to the mercy of God who knows us better than we could ever know ourselves and who judges all things wisely and with great mercy. I would suggest that maybe you call in tomorrow. I think that would be great uh, to get maybe a little bit more time on that answer because we've just we've come to the end of our segment here. Uh, so I've been glad to be with you. Uh, on Real Presence uh, Straight Talk segment that we do uh, with hosts and priests anytime, every day. uh, A half hour to to understand things from a Catholic lens. Uh, I was hoping to get into a whole lot of other things. Uh, I I said at the beginning of the show that I wanted to rant about Rambo. uh, And maybe I'll have time maybe at the end of the show to rant about this. But we're uh, actually we're coming out of time. So everybody who called in today I want to thank you for participating in our Straight Talk segment. Uh, with myself, Father Craig Vosick. It looks like I do have about a half a minute left, so I'm going to rant for a minute. Um, I saw Rambo. I saw... uh whatever that guy's name is. He's a big, popular guy. I can't remember it. Um, And He was doing his Rambo business. In that, he has a niece who wants to go to Mexico, to this uh, dangerous part of Mexico, to find her father. And he tells her not to. Sylvester Stallone. Okay, so she does it anyway. And she gets in trouble. She ends up into a human trafficking uh, ring of of sex trafficking, a bunch of guys that are doing this terrible stuff. I am still mad. It's been two weeks, and I'm still mad about it. I'm so mad uh, with... With how men, I'm talking to men, and men who don't honor women and don't protect and provide for them. So I guess I got to stop there, Uh, brothers and sisters. This was straight talk. We're gonna come up after the break with Bishop-elect Austin Vetter. Stay with us here at Real Presence Live.